The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Expand the power of your personal energy. Welcome to Energy Activation with Sandra Ann Taylor. Hello, everyone. This is Sandra Ann Taylor, and I'm so happy to be with you today. Um, We're going to be talking about one of the most important elements of energetic projection and energetic reception. And um, it's it's actually one of the most important, as I said, and yet it's dismissed by most people. So um, it's a very, very valuable tool tool to use your intuition to gain inspiration and direction in your goals. And we'll be talking about that in just a minute. Um, I do want to let you know that there are a few lines open here. So if you want to call in, this is the, the last show, live show of 23. So um, give us a call at 760 760- Four five six seven two seven seven. That's seven six zero four five six seven two seven seven. And we'll be getting to calls a little later. I also want to announce um, that the ten percent discount off of readings um, and private sessions with myself and Sharon is going on until January 1st of 24, from now on till January 1st of 24. So um, if you'd like to book a session, obviously it won't be in that time, but if you call in that time, even if you call before even on January 1st and my secretary gets back to you afterwards, the 10% discount will still be available. If you call 440-871-5448. That's 440-871-5448. You can book an appointment at um, any time and still get that 10%. You also would be able to get 10% off gift certificates uh, for uh, private sessions and readings. Um, So if you want a gift certificate, you can go to starbringerassociates.com, the product page, and also um, at sandrataylor.net, and 
Order a gift certificate and use the coupon code GC23 and you'll get 10% off of your private session. So definitely don't miss that. We're going to be um, do it through the month of December. This will be the last show of December. We, you know, at the radio stations that I've been on before and, um, and this one will be down for the holidays. And uh, so I hope that you'll be able to engage in that um, offer. So, okay, let's talk about intuition and inspiration. You know, everyone has it. You don't think that you have to be born special or you have to be in a family that talks to spirit or has good intuition. Um, there are many, many ways that you can open up your intuitive sense, your intuitive reception. In fact, I want to mention at this point um, that Sharon Ann Klingler, my sister, uh, and she's also on that discount, um, wrote a book uh, for Random House UK, and it's available on Amazon called Intuition and Beyond. And it does give a lot of very easy techniques for you to develop your intuition. But what is intuition? Let's let's talk about it. It's the opening. It's the opening to the Akashic records, the world of spirit, the, all the information that you could ever need. And the world of spirit is really the source of both your intuition and inspiration from other spirits and yourself. And the first and most important connection that, that you can make is the one with your own higher self, your own intuition, the voice of your spirit. It's not only the key to your success, it's also the champion of your well-being. It has intention, and it's the catalyst to your happiness because of that intention. But in order to let your intuition do its best, you have to learn what it is, how it works, how to be receptive to it, and how it expresses your spirit, your eternal spirit, so that you can get that eternal information. So let's look at intuition. What is intuition? You know, it has access to all the information you will ever need, but your intuition is the voice of your spirit, the part of you that exists beyond this physical reality. And there is a part of you that is way beyond this physical reality. And because your spirit is eternal, it can share insight from a much broader perspective, a much broader understanding of things than what is available in this mere three-dimensional world. It's a gift that you may tend to disregard. So many people do. They never think about using their intuition. Or if they get a flash of intuition, they might think, oh, maybe that's my intuition. But oftentimes they don't even trust it. Even when they have nagging feelings of, I should do this or I shouldn't do that. That's, both of those things can be your intuition. So let's look at some very important facts about intuition. First of all, intuition is subtle. It's very subtle. You must be willing and able to listen inwardly. The wisdom doesn't come screaming at you. It 
whispers. It whispers to you when you're using your intuition. You need to maintain a calm mind, a calm and peaceful temperament and attitude so that you can really be receptive and open and you don't drown out your inner voice with all of the outer voices and the emotional angst and mental confusion that we all so often go through. So it's subtle. Be aware of that. You could be receiving and not even knowing it. Also, intuition is spontaneous. That's when, that's how you get the information that you need at the time you need it, because it comes when you need it. And you need to cultivate both the flexibility and spontaneity in your life, in your daily life, so that you can be able to respond and listen to your intuitive voice and take action. Also, intuition doesn't happen to you. It happens for you and in you. Although intuitive events are spontaneous, you don't have to wait around for them. You can connect to your intuition anytime by just taking a breath and listening inside. Just listening. It's part of you. It belongs to the most real part of you. So let's take a moment right now and see what our intuitive voice might have for us, a message. So take a moment just to close your eyes and take a deep breath. And what's the first spontaneous thought, message, image, whatever? What? is your intuition giving you? Ask a specific questions or just ask, what's my next step? And open up. Don't analyze it. Don't fight it. Don't try to figure it out. Just receive and perceive. Okay. If you are open to your intuition, you might have gotten an image or a word or a thought that seemed crazy. Jot it down. You'll get more information later. So let's go on looking at what intu intuition is. Intuition makes itself known by compelling feelings and forces that accompany each intuitive feeling or thought. Whether it's expressed through a gut feeling or a nagging thought that won't go away, you'll know your intuition through a sense of being compelled by it. Don't confuse this, though. This is very important. Don't confuse this with fear or emotional urgency. When you're feeling clingy or fearful... It's not your intuition. It's common to experience neediness when you're in a relationship issue or a career issue, a problem in your family. And then you get a flash, a compelling feeling, and maybe falsely define that need as being guided by intuition. 
because of the passion or the insistence, the intensity. But urgency reflects a component of fear that's very, very rarely attendant with intuition. Even if it's something that's very important and you're being very compelled, even if you're told not to do something, like, oh, don't go there. The feeling comes, when it's intuitive, the feeling comes in a calm yet compelling way. Whereas when it's based in fear, it comes in an agitated and nervous way. The don't go there is more, oh, I can't go there, I shouldn't go there, instead of just a simple don't go there. It's a difference in feeling. The more you work with your intuition, the more you connect with your inner self, your higher self, the more you will sense the reality of this, the more you'll feel the difference and know the difference between this is a fear thought and this is an intuitive thought. Okay, so the intuitive mind also expresses itself through the right brain or the imagination. This is very important. Utilize your visual and imaginative thoughts often rather than using your deductive and analytical reasoning when trying to open up to intuitive sense. Develop short or long meditation processes to cultivate your right brain, to let yourself open up to that, to let yourself imagine and visualize. That's where the intuition happens. In quieting the left brain activity, the analysis, the concern, that type of thing, that actually sabotages all of the analysis, all the concern, sabotages your intuitive perception. So let yourself really focus and practice on meditating and visualizing. Let yourself open up to that. Albert Einstein said, your imagination is your preview of life coming, life's coming attractions. So practice using your imagination. In fact, let's look at, take a moment now to use our intuition and open up to looking at just one of our life's coming attractions. So take a moment and close your eyes and let yourself just open up to your own coming attractions for the next week or the next month or the next year. You may see a screen in front of you, or you may just get a feeling or a sense or hear a word. Take a deep breath and let yourself take just a moment to do that now. What do you see, sense, or feel? Let your intuition tell you. Okay, 
It may not be something compelling like, oh, you're, you're going to become a movie star in the next week, month, or year. I just saw a Christmas tree and parties going on and happiness, which is something that our intuition longs for us to choose as happiness. So it might be something simple like that. Don't dismiss it as, oh, that can't be my intuition because I know something like that is going to happen. That's just a message about our coming attractions. And that's what your intuition can bring to you. The fact is, intuition works even though the results may not be what you expect. This is called secondary intuition, which occurs when you feel compelled to do something, but the results may not be completely seen and may be totally unrelated or unexpected. For instance, on your way to work, you may feel the need to go back home because you believe you left the coffee maker or the oven on. When you get there, you find that the appliance is turned off, but you had forgotten your briefcase. That is secondary intuition. And it happens to all it happens to everybody all of the time. We just don't realize it. That actually happened to a friend of mine named Jane, who was in dire need of a new job that was far less toxic. She was in a terrible job. And one day she felt compelled to go shopping at a certain bookstore that was several miles from her home. And she had always been sensitive to her her intuition. So she decided to go and make the trip. And she took a friend and they spent several hours looking through the stacks for an unknown book, she thought she was going to find a book that was going to direct her destiny in a certain way and help her find that job. That's what she thought she was driven to that bookstore for. And she stayed for hours <laughs> completely disregarding you know, her friend and not realizing how long it was taking. She stayed and stayed and looked throughout all the bookshelves. And she felt as if she were looking for something very important, mining for gold. And she was certain that she would know this precious book when she saw it. But finally, she decided that enough was enough. She couldn't find it. She purchased a few other books that were mildly interesting, but had nothing to do with jobs or looking for jobs. And even though she didn't find that special nugget of gold that she thought she was supposed to discover, they decided to leave. And as they were leaving, she literally ran into a former co-worker who had gone on to manage another business. Literally ran into her. And due to this synchronistic meeting, Jane found herself working at this woman's company within two weeks. It was destined. It was compelled by her intuition. And it was all because she kept looking. If she had left an hour ago or 15 minutes before that person walked in, that wouldn't have happened. This is secondary intuition. This is a very, very fundamental part 
of how our intuition works and brings us what we need when we need it. She was led to that job, but not by a book, by running into her friend. Even if there are no results, or no apparent results, intuition works. Intuition works. One day you may feel compelled to shop for a book, another you may not find it, or even run into the next your next boss, whether or not any of these things happen, you may have missed a hit. You may have missed being hit by a drunk driver if you stayed at this certain place. There are things that don't happen to us because we're guided to do or not do something. And a lot of times, it is protection. Our intuition is protecting us. Your intuition doesn't only help to get you to the right place at the right time, it also helps to avoid the wrong place at the wrong time. Even when your inner wisdom doesn't seem to get you where you're supposed to go, you don't know what you may have been led to or led away from because there wasn't an immediate and clear event as a result. Your intuition has a vision, so trust it, because your intuitive vision can see a lot further along than you can. And this intuition is always, always, always available to you. This is, this is the purpose, and this is why I wanted to do this show, because the more you connect with it, the more available it becomes, the more spontaneous, the more apparent and compelling it becomes. And one of the best ways to become more aware of the perceptions in your active life, in your daily life, is to carry a small notebook with you so that you can record insights and observations. That helps you build the habit to look for the little thoughts that flip through your mind throughout your day, the whispers of your intuition that would have otherwise gone unnoticed because you were simply too busy. And more than that, writing your insights down keeps you from forgetting them. How many times have we all thought, I need to remember that later? And then we've lost it because we didn't write it down. I do that myself. There's a wonderful quote from Sir Francis Bacon who said, A man would do well to carry a pencil in his pocket and write down the thoughts of the moment. Those that come unsought are commonly and continuously the most valuable and should be secured because they seldom return. And that's so true. So here's a way to practice getting into your intuition. I talked about doing little small meditations. We've already done two of them, taking a breath, just doing a quick visualization. Here's another one. Write down the thoughts, the compelling ones, and even the little ones that are fleeting. 
So your intuition helps you in all of these ways, and it helps you go towards success by telling you what is working and what's not working. If you were employed at a facility that was filled with toxic waste, or if you were married to someone who brutalized you, it would be likely that you wouldn't need your intuition to tell you that you were in the wrong job or the wrong marriage. But there are times when the negative results of your choices and actions aren't so readily apparent. When this happens, this inner wisdom will let you know by giving you a nagging feeling that something is wrong here, just something is amiss, something I just uh, feel the need to let go of, the need to dismiss, the need to get away. And there may be times when you disregard a feeling that you ought to leave a negative situation, often because the leaving seems too difficult. Even then, your intuition is not likely to shut up, no matter how much you want it to. At the very least, you'll feel uneasy or just off-center about something. And ultimately, the persistent voice of your spirit will become impossible to ignore. This happened to a friend of mine. Uh, She had a crush on a new guy at work. And that guy went to a bar every Friday night to play a trivia game with some other people from work. And my friend was so desirous of going. She really wanted to get to know this guy, be put in situations with this guy because she really had a crush on him. However, she kept feeling something when it was about time to go or Friday afternoon, it was like, eh, maybe I shouldn't go. And nothing horrible. It's just, eh, maybe I shouldn't go. It kept, the feeling kept coming up. The feeling kept uh, uh, just becoming clear to her, and she was compelled not to go. And over time, that guy that she had a crush on started dating a co-worker of hers, and they got very, very close, very close. And my friend was really jealous, and she thought, oh, why did I miss that? That could have been me. That could have been me going out with that guy. Months later, it was found out that this man was married and his wife had stayed at the old town, the old city where he had worked previously to sell the house. And she finally came back, came to be with him and live with him at the new town where he had his new job. And he reestablished his relationship with her, dumping the co-worker that my friend was jealous of. And the one that she kept saying that could have been me, when she found out about this whole experience, she was like, thank God, that could have been me. That could have been me that was hurt because this co-worker was very hurt. So there is this information, this compelling, this information that you might not get the actual message, but just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think I'll miss it, or I think I'll, I'll go here instead of there. That sounds more fun instead of that. 
This, this is clearly an intuitive device. Your intuition helps lead you to the right place and it helps lead you to success by taking you to new areas of growth. Your spirit is working all the time. You may find a book at a friend's house that leads you to a new course. You may find a class that's interesting to you. You may meet a person just by following your intuition that turns into a romantic relationship or a new boss. Who knows? These types of coincidences, which are never really coincidences, are all in your life's plan. And if you don't make the effort to pursue growing your intuition, to open up to what's being drawn to you by your intuitive energy, then that's the longer you put off receiving because the intuition is the one that opens. The inspiration and intuition is the part of you that opens that door to receiving. But if you give yourself permission to enthusiastically investigate everything you find interesting, everything you find compelling, it's like you're supporting, it's almost like like exercising that intuition muscle. And you'll begin to carry these moments of inspiration with you. And so many more coincidences and opportunities will start to fall into your life. Just opening and clearing the way to the ultimate goals that you either are already or will embrace. So it's important to know that spirit, whether it's your own or another spirit, is often the source of amazing inspiration. There are so many wonderful stories. A woman named Julia Ward Howe awoke one night with a poem filling her mind, and it came practically without any thought, and she wrote it down. And the first sentence was, Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. And it continued, sometimes poignantly, sometimes joyfully. And it, the last sentence, As he died to make men holy, let us die to make men free. And how sold this poem, which became the battle hymn of the Republic, to the Atlantic Monthly for a mere $5 but it became the anthem of the abolition of freedom, of the abolitionist and the freedom that they sought. That is so interesting to me. I've heard so many stories that, you know, Robert Louis Stevenson wrote the very weird tale of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and he received that in a dream. And there's another very interesting story of another inspired drawing that he made. This occurred when Stevenson was just idly painting with a young student to pass the time during a rainy summer. He looked up to notice that he had just drawn, and this is his quote, with the unconsciousness of the predestined. 
That was him saying that. An elaborate map. He drew a map of an island, which he immediately named Treasure Island. And he recalled, again, the quote, the future characters of the book because they began to appear to him visibly among the woods and the map. And he said, the next thing I knew, I had some paper before me and was writing out a list of chapters. Now, Stevenson wasn't asleep on a or in a trance when either of these things happened. Well, yeah, he was asleep when Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I don't know if I'd want that dream. <laughs> but he was asleep for that, but not when he wrote the, the, um, the got the map and viewed the map and saw the characters of Treasure Island. He was just open to it. He said, quote, his unconscious, and it worked with him. It was his intuition. He was letting everything flow with no involvement of the personal mind, his analytical mind. It's so interesting. All of these stories are so interesting. Paul McCartney has had two very interesting stories. He woke up from a dream once, and the melody to the tune yesterday was playing in his head, and it felt so familiar. He was, was convinced that it was a, a dream of someone else's song, that he was just remembering someone else's song. So he researched it. He wrote down the notes. He looked for it and looked for it and, and tried to find out who had written it. And he realized over many, many weeks of trying to investigate who had written it, he realized Spirit had written it. He had written it. His own intuition had written it. And that's where he came up with the tune yesterday. One of the most copied songs and for through decades, the decades since it was popular. He also had another story um, about writing Let It Be. Um, he was had been discussing something with one of John Lennon's sons who was having an issue with something. And he was trying to think how he could help when he went to sleep. When he went to sleep. And he saw, standing at his bedside, probably in a dream, his mother, his mother, whose name was Mary. And she told him, just let it be. And he wrote that in a song, Mother Mary Comes to Me. Most people think that this Mother Mary that he's talking about is the Virgin Mary, mother of Jesus. And an interviewer asked him once, does that bother you? And he said, no, no, whatever people want to believe, I saw my mother standing at my bedside. Now, if you open up to your beautiful spirit, your intuitive voice, your own energy of receptivity, 
all this stuff can happen to you. There are so many more stories, so many more things that you can do. When you connect with your intuition, you open that pipeline to your spirit people, to your guides, your angels, your masters. So let this be an intention for you. Take a deep breath periodically through the day and just affirm, I open up to receiving information and guidance and direction and ideas from my intuitive voice. And then take another deep breath and let it go. And just see it opening. You see your heart opening. See your mind opening. And then stop and let it go. Because you don't want to always analyze. Is it coming? Is it there? Is it coming? Stay out of that left brain. But then take your notebook out and jot down the thoughts that come to you and you will realize which of those were sent by your own intuition. It's such a powerful, as I said at the beginning of of the show, most powerful thing in your pursuit of success. The most powerful thing is your intuitive and inspirational connection. So open up to it. I've often said that living without a deep connection, an open connection to spirit, is like living in a house that has electricity and at night never turning it on. And then you run into the furniture and you're swearing at the furniture. That's what we do. We swear at what happens in our lives, the negative stuff. And all we have to do is turn on our connection and everything will be lit up for us. All the answers that we seek, even when difficult things happen, we will know because that intuitive and inspirational voice and our spirit friends will be all around us. So, okay, so I hope you try these things over the next several weeks, and we're going to take a little commercial break now, and when we get back, we're going to be going to the phones. So stay with us. Hello, everyone, and we're back. And uh, before we go to the phone calls, I want to mention again uh, this very limited time discount, 10% off of private readings. Uh, Call 440-871-5448. Or if you want to get a gift certificate, um, use the coupon code GC23 at the product page um, and find gift certificates there at starbringerassociates.com or sandrataylor.net. So, okay, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Dolores in Long Island. Hi, Dolores. Uh, hi, Sandra. Can you hear me? Yeah. How are you? Oh, oh, good. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Thanks. Yeah, me too. I'm, What's your question, honey? I'm really well. I'm well. Um, yeah, I love everything you said. Um, so I had an injury. I'd spoken with you about a month ago, and um, I'm still out with it, and actually I ended up tearing muscles and it was kind of crazy. I'm going to the doctor in a few minutes, but, um, I feel as though all of a sudden things are coming, becoming, my intuition is stepping in and it, it is doing the things you're saying. You're just stopping and breathing and hearing. And I kind of feel like Dorothy in the wizard of Oz. <laughs> and it's like, wait, just click those ruby slippers. The answers are all here. Just ask us. And we're going to tell you, you know, how to proceed. So I guess the question is, um, I kind of feel like it's time to, because I'm on this pause from work, to sort of 
open up to um, spiritual gifts that have always been there and have always guided me, but now kind of more respectfully acknowledge them and work with them. So Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I t- have to tell you, as soon as I got in the um, resonance of your voice, Gabriel came through. Do you work with the angels, honey? Because you, Gabriel came, popped right in now. Gabriel is the angel of communication, and the spirits are trying to communicate with you. And okay. um, I see you getting on a white horse. A horse is action, and white is spirit. And yeah. at first, it's just kind of going slowly, kind of walking or trotting, whatever that um, that term is for a horse's walk. And then it starts to pick up a little bit. And um, so I think that you're right. Now is the time to look into, but just gently put yourself into some spiritual um, interests, some classes, some books, some meditations. There's so many meditations you can get online. Um, it's, it, you know, it's truly wonderful. Okay. And so uh, I but I have to tell you, I, also the angel of love comes in here with you. And um, she usually talks about um, a potential loving connection. But in, I'm going into my own heart center. And so she also wants you to use this time to go deeper into some self-love affirmations and loving self-treatment and, you know, just self-care, okay? And that's partially caring for yourself with all of these physical issues, but it's also partially mentally caring for yourself. Do you know what I'm talking about? Just really affirming yourself and being there for yourself. Yeah, I completely do. And that's actually what I was writing earlier in your program. This is your time. Now it's truly just loving you and taking care of you, of the whole you. And Absolutely. doing it with joy and yeah. you know, pleasure and gratitude. Yes. And honey, you hit the nail. See what your intuition told you? You hit the nail on the head. Um, the it, Between Gabriel and the angel of love, they're talking about the depth of love. And there, this has been a challenge for you at some times in your past. Actually, thank you. And Gabriel actually is saying all the way to childhood. And so they really, now is the time where you reclaim your self-love, your self-esteem, your, okay, thank you. And your sense of deserving, honey, you deserve all, you deserve total healing. I just heard, and and Raphael came in and I, and, and stuck that phrase, total healing into my head. Now, Raphael is the angel of the heart center. So he wants you to heal this self-love, but he's also the angel of miracles. Of course, all angels can perform miracles, but he's also a healing miracle angel, okay? So I do want to call on him dealing with these physical issues. And um, I just, I I see you with a pen in your hand. I see you writing (laughs) journals. I see you yeah, and I, I have to tell you that uh, at some point in time, you might y- combine your physical process here with um, your spiritual investigation and do some writing about it. I don't know if it's going to be a book or a blog or or some sort of teaching a class. And then I go further down the road and see a contract here. Um, so you have a job to go back to? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. There may be some other thing that you will be doing, and the contract came up when I was talking about writing, so you might actually do a book or do a speech or do a lecture or something like that. Uh, Keep in mind that we got that because that's kind of different 
for you to, to the thought of speaking about spiritual practices is not right now in your wheelhouse. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you're going to learn a lot, honey. And this is okay, all, good. yeah, this is all the right time to be doing it. So you're absolutely right. And um, I feel that there is an energy. Okay, thank you. Uh, I ha- I'm, I'm having a spirit, uh, a great, either I heard great twice. So it, um, it could be either two great grandmothers or a great-great-grandmother, but there's some ancestral healing that you're going to be doing as well. And I want to encourage you to um, look at what this thing that taught you from childhood about not taking care of your, not prioritizing yourself. Thank you, Gabriel. Change the word, taking care of. He wants you to take care of yourself, but also prioritizing. You always put, you had learned a long time ago to put other people first. And we're going to shift that, okay, honey? This is the time to shift that. And know that you don't have to heal others, but you're going to be healing the ancestral pattern of women in your lineage putting other people first. Correct. You know what I'm talking about? You know you can look back and see that. Yep. Okay. So you're going to change it, and that's going to change it for not only future generations, but past. You're going to heal, do some ancestral healing. So this is a great time for you, honey. Definitely open up because the and open up that intuition. You're going to get the right course or the right book. It's going to come to you. All right, sweetheart? Yes. Thank you. All right. Great. Well, thank you for calling, my dear. Good luck with everything. Thank you so much, and have a Merry Christmas. Thank you. You too. Okay. Let's go to Eliza in Billings, Montana. Hi, Eliza. Hi. It's actually Elisa. Oh, Elisa. Well, that's beautiful. (laughs) What's your question, Elisa? So I, first of all, this, I think this show is for me. (laughs) I I am, I am in the process of kind of realigning my intuition and, and I, I'm a novelist. So the examples you were giving with McCartney and things, this is so much of how my books came to be, you know, the spontaneous inspiration. And I've been out, like I said, I've been out of alignment. And one of the things I'm doing to realign is, is I'm making a big, big life change and I'm moving back across the country to the Northeast. And parts of that are, um, I can, I, I'm, I'm trusting, you know, intuitively, but there are other parts that I'm not, mainly the part that I'm very feeling very resistant about, or not resistant, kind of anxious, apprehensive about is work. Um, Because typically when I do a move like this, I already have something lined up. And so like next month, I'm going just to kind of do a little recognizance to kind of, you know, in person show up and try to line up an apartment and a job and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just need some help with, I guess, insight to kind of lessen the anxiety. And also, you know, I right now I just kind of feel like I'm playing pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> you know, like I'm yeah. just kind of putting, well, you know, putting several pins in, but not really focusing on on where I need to be. Yeah. Well, honey, I have to tell you that um, your intuition, and I see the goddess of the moon with you, and she comes with people who have strong intuitions. And I think you know you have a strong intuition, but sometimes you doubt that. So um, uh, your intuition is going to put the pin in the right right donkey. (laughs) 
Okay. I see, honey, I have to tell you, I do see a, a door with um, a coin on it opening up. A door is a new beginning. And with the coin, it often means value and even money. I do see, I have to tell you, it's a little bit further down the road, like six or okay. eight steps. So, and, and steps are like either days, weeks, or months. I don't believe it's going to be that many months. I, I mean, I don't okay. think, think it's going to take months. It could be weeks. But I do see, okay, thank you. Um, they're showing me a woman in the living stepping in here. I don't know if this person works at a, um, like, a, a, you know, a placement agency, or maybe okay. she's an agent for a novelist. There's a woman who is going to be helping you. Hang on, let me ask. Okay, thank you. No, it's not, you not ha do not know this woman yet, and it is after the move, okay? That's what okay. they said I asked. Does she know her, and, and when is it? And, and you know you don't know her, and it is after the move, okay? Now, okay. so you may, okay, then they, okay, thank you. Then they show me the whole world opening up. They're, they're mm, handing yeah. you the world, okay? Now, that yes. means, that has two means, that mean, meanings. It means, like, things are going to get wider and broader for you. You're going to be more exposed um, in a good way <laughs> to more yeah. people uh, either reading your books or um, doing some other things, too. And I don't know if this means uh, translating them into other languages or movies or something like that. The world is going to be opening up. But also when they hand you the world, it also means um, more use of the Internet, the World Wide Web. Okay, honey? So um, there might be, after you make this in-person trip, you might be uh, searching for jobs and things um, I'm more on the internet, and uh, when are you making this trip? I'm making the, the recognizance trip next month, like mid-January. Mid-January, good, because we're going into a, a Mercury retrograde, uh, December okay. 12th through January 1st, and you don't want to be meeting new people unless you were born under <laughs> no. it. That's, that's fine. Um, so, okay, so after that, and even before that, um, they're talking about possibly setting up into their look I'm just doing some searching I'm hitting the keyboard and um, you may even be able to set up uh, some interviews even now before December 12th I don't think I would do it under the retrograde um, to try to meet people over um, the internet but I have to tell you I go further down the road and I see you sitting at a banquet table honey and that mm. is always to me a sign of success all right, that you Wonderful. are celebrating um, some success. Now they're showing me also another door uh, opening up and a dove is flying through it. And there is a man on the, are you in a relationship? I, I'm married and we're going to be living apart. And okay. we're, 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 we're actually okay about that. I mean, we're, it's obviously there's some pain involved with, with, separating temp but yeah. we feel we really feel that it's temporary um, okay good we, good we just because feel like it's something we need to do for ourselves and for the marriage okay and for your spirit honey because i saw the, yes. the beautiful dove flying through the door and, and flying right into a man okay so there's a spiritual connection between you two and it's going to be important for you to do this and do some spiritual work on yourself and hopefully he can too uh and you can uh unite at the heart center 
All right, honey? Yeah. That's part of yes. the purpose of this, all right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, All right. Well, well good luck you. with everything. Thank you, honey. Thank good luck you. with your move. Good luck with everything. Okay, we don't have much time, but let's go to Pamela in Pittsburgh. Hi, Pamela. Hi, Sandra. Lovely Hi, to what's your question? Oh, it's my pleasure. What's your connect? What's your question, honey? Let's see. I'll preface it quickly by saying that it's a perfect topic because I've been like deep diving and studying into intuition, spiritual uh, path and journey and the, the Akashic records and, and yeah, you know, you've done this in like, past lives. I don't know if that was, you've done, you've done intuitive work in past lives, honey, and your soul is longing for you to do it again. I'm seeing um, you looking at two roads and this might be two different ways of doing it um, in terms of like, am I doing to read, am I going to read cards? Am I going to read past lives? Am I going to read the records for, I, I actually see you doing it professionally. I don't know if you've ever done that before, but you have done it in past lives. And this is a longing for your soul to start doing it for yourself now. And I, I feel it's expanding. It's like, um, you know, waves moving out from the where you throw a rock in the middle of the lake and it goes to every direction, okay? Uh, the, your soul is calling. I, do you feel this calling? Well, I'm getting there. I mean, your sister told me this this summer too. I was in Lilydale many times and um, I feel like it's, yeah, I, I, you know, that's why she's told me, you know, keep writing and keep reading and keep studying. Um, my question though, really quickly is just like, I'm in a, such a strong and really good place with all of this and finding balance. And, you know, I've been doing a lot of reading between the two of you and um, the holidays are coming up and, oh my goodness, it throws me off because of sibling, like seeing family. I get it. Somebody comes to town and it just, I try, but then I'm, if I say no or take care of myself, you know, then I'm being called, well, you're selfish. <laughs> so that's well, you have question. to let that go. You have to do venting letters, honey. And you have to, yeah. as you're going in to see people, you visualize all the angels around you and also visualize yourself in the glass bubble and their energy bounce right off the glass and the angels throw it back at them. And the angels are protecting you from that. And I feel that you, you just need to say, you know, I... I deserve, I deserve to be my own priority. You, like our first caller, got a lot of stuff in child that childhood that, you know, had affected your sense of your deserving of priority, okay? And we do not want to reinforce other people's, you know, taking advantage of us. And so you just speak your own mind and do what you need to do. And then if they get in your face, go home and write a venting letter and do a releasing and empowering statement, but visualize the angels and um, beautiful crystal all around you. And I just before we have to go now, but I just saw bags packed, honey. So um, I believe there's going to be a trip or I don't know if it's going to be Lilydale again or something else, but I do believe... When I, I said, back. yeah, back great. Uh, there are crystal, um, crystals energy around you, and that crystal to me is spirit. So there's going to be more spiritual um, uh, practices and travels. So good luck with that, honey, and have a wonderful, wonderful holiday se season. Let yourself do that in spite of the family. So mm -hmm. thank you, everyone. I, I hope that you can join us in the new year. I'm going to be on the show January 10th and January 24th. So join us then. And in the meantime, 
get in touch with your intuition and have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify. Spotify.